0: so are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities head over to shipstation.com and use promo code earn for a free 60-day trial again that's shipstation.com promo code earn start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today
1: so if i want to ask you four questions um at one time so um get some high wait level a second wait
2: a second Wait, huh <laughs> <All right. laughs>
1: some high level some high level um information high level information going back to this banking stuff so when we're, when we're looking at a bank right there's a couple different factors that go into play in in the, in the banking system and let's really break this down so let's start with um net interest margins okay What what's the deal with that
2: all right we the, the one metric that's most important to banks is net interest margins. That's the difference between the money they lend out The money they take in and the money they lend out. That's their Mm -hmm. banking profit, so to speak. So in normal times, in any earning season, we got earnings coming up in two or three weeks. I know Ian studies these charts like crazy. You're looking at these different key operational metrics within different sectors. Well, in banking, that's the one that counts. How much are they borrowing money for and how much are they lending it out for and how often are they lending it out? And the difference between what they borrow for and what they lend it out. That's their net interest margin that drives their profits. We used to have this joke. Can't really use it that much anymore, but you might as well. Banks work on the three, six bankers work a three, six, three schedule. They borrow at three, they lend at six and they're on the golf course by three. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how a good bank is supposed to work. But with yeah. interest rates this high. They're lending out at a very high rate. Very few people are borrowing because these rates are pretty terrifying right now. It's dissuaded. It's caused demand destruction. So their net interest margins are really low. So you want to look at lending activity, but you want to look at net interest margins to see which bank is bringing the most money down to the bottom line, down to the profit area. The next one is percent of uninsured deposits. Right. This is a big one. Silicon Valley bank had an enormous percent of uninsured deposits. They had a lot of money. They had a lot of customers that were over that $250,000 limit. So that could have been small businesses. That could have been startups. That could have been wealthy people in Silicon Valley or just tech people who work in that industry that have gotten stock options over the years that have a few hundred thousand dollars or a million bucks in the bank. So the higher the percentage percentage was, what's that?
1: Do you know the percentage it was by chance?
2: I think it was like 79 or 80. That, that number rings in my head. But when you look at a lot of the regional banks that have been attacked by um, short sellers over the past week or two, yeah. what are they looking at? They're looking at the banks with the mm. highest percentage of uninsured assets because those are the most vulnerable. And the Fed raised rates again, right? Last week, they're just mm-hmm. making this problem worse. The higher interest rates go, the tighter those net interest margins go, and the, higher, uh, the harder it is for banks to loan. So they're getting squeezed because they're paying, they have extremely high uh, lending rates. Nobody's borrowing. The money they have protected in government bonds, the price of those assets have, has really gone down a lot, and they have a high percentage of uninsured assets. Perfect storm surrounding banks right now. Credit spreads. No, credit credit spreads is basically that. It's, it's really how much lending is going on. And you want to look at the credit spreads between banks. What do banks do? And what does the Federal Reserve do? It, it, it facilitates lending between banks and it loans money to banks. It loans money to banks through what we call the discount window. And if you heard uh, Fed Chair Powell last week and two weeks ago, what did the Fed do? That discount window is usually a seven-day window. I'm a bank, I'm loaning to Ian. He's got seven days to pay me back. We're loaning him at a certain rate. He's got to pay me back plus that interest. Well, now that window is only one day long. So we don't have to wait seven days to see what happens to rates. That's a one day borrow. So when banks get tight and when liquidity gets tight, like we had in the great financial crisis, banks stop lending to each other. So you want to look at how much lending is going on right now and the spreads between what this bank is loaning to this bank. It's super in detail for a lot of folks, but you're going to hear this word a lot. What are credit spreads? Credit spreads are getting blown out, right? Nobody's loaning to anybody at a, at a reasonable rate because they're worried about that money. So when we hear this expression, they're blowing out credit spreads. That means interest rates have risen so high that banks are loaning to each other at exorbitant rates and nobody's borrowing. So this whole, I just got one
1: more, um, but this whole banking system is extremely interesting because it's like, I believe there's 12 regional uh, Federal Reserve banks. Reserve right? bank, that's right. And then those banks overnight they lend money to all of the banks in their area. And then as they raise interest rates, then the banks that's borrowing money from the big the big guys is gonna it's be more expensive, which gets passed down on the credit cards and it's all connected the, the car home, yeah, So it starts, it starts at the top, they they're loaning money overnight to to the, the smaller guys. And then the smaller guys are dishing out money to everyday people. So every time the interest rates get raised, that's how you are impacted in your day-to-day
0: life. And then inversely, the people who are depositing large amounts, they're using that money to now loan.
1: Okay,
2: one last (laughs) question. The the silver (laughs) lining here real quick is that there's finally money in the bank for actual depositors. So people who are freaked out about the stock market or freaked out about this or that, you could buy a CD right now for four or 5%. You can buy a money market for fund for four or five percent. So the silver lining in all of this is it's good for customers and depositors as long as our bank doesn't go under, but it's really rough between banks right now and really rough for businesses. That's why everyone's talking about a recession. Lending is going to get so tight, nobody's gonna borrow, nobody's gonna expand, they're gonna start laying off people. That precipitates a recession. A rise in credit default swaps. What is credit? And this is by the way,
1: ladies and gentlemen, yeah, this is key. this is your master's degree.
0: The- in if it, five seriously, yeah. <laughs> if it sounds like an encyclopedia, this is
1: your master's degree in five minutes. Because yeah. it is for free,
2: by the way, right? Credit default swaps is basically a derivative or an options contract. It's a it's an insurance contract. So if I if I believe that the Bank of Ian Dunlap is getting risky, I may buy a credit default swap from you, right? It's an insurance contract that says if he doesn't, if his stock price goes under, if his stock price keeps going down, you're going to. We pay don't trade against, against each other. On that insurance. No, go sorry. Ahead. Sorry to use you. No no. no, no, you good. You good. Go ahead. Sorry to use you. So it's basically it's an insurance contract, betting on the health of a bank. In some cases, it could be anything. You can, buy, you can buy credit default swaps on a lot of different securities, but the ones yeah. we're watching really closely right now are the credit default swaps on banks. Why? Because the the amount and the volume of credit default swap purchases and the price of credit default swaps against some of the biggest banks in the world, like Deutsche Bank, has been rising a lot in the past few yeah. days. More and more investors are doubting their ability to either get through a recession or they're doubting the ability in the case of regional banks for them to be able to survive this period of high interest rates and their depositors taking money out. So watch credit default swaps. And if you need a really good explanation, if I didn't do a good enough job, the big short movie, which was terrific, that really explained the financial crisis, there's a great explanation of credit default swaps in that movie you should watch. it. I'm sure the clip is on YouTube, but basically it's an insurance uh, contract between me and another investor Betting on the health of a bank in this case, but it could be any security.
0: That was well put. Thank you, uh, Taylor. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> my graduates from my school, being Forbes backdrop, backdrop, <laughs> <laughs> mic drop, bag drop. drop Say goodbye.